You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello, and welcome to Bible Plus Podcast. Today we continue our fellowship in Luke 4. As we have stated before, the Gospel of Luke is the Gospel of the Forgiveness of Sins. And this Gospel was written to prove that Jesus Christ is a genuine and perfect man who is qualified to be the man Savior of mankind. Only He is qualified to to forgive our sins that we may enjoy Him as our inheritance in the Age of Grace. In today's podcast, I'd like to share three matters that we see in Luke 4 about the man-savior's ministry. To begin, the first matter is that after being baptized and anointed with the Spirit of God in Luke 3, in Luke 4, verses 1 through 13, we see that Jesus, as a man, was full of the Spirit and moved according to the leading of the Spirit to be tested and qualified to be our man-savior. Luke 4, 1 says, And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness while being tempted for 40 days by the devil. In this verse, there's a lot to comment of about each of the temptations the Lord confronted. But what's impressive is to see that only the Lord Jesus is able to withstand the temptation of God's enemy. As a man, the Lord Jesus was perfect and strong. We see that the Holy Spirit led this perfect man into temptation in order to defeat God's enemy. And through this testing of Jesus Christ as the man's Savior, God was able to show his enemy that there is a man who can withstand temptation. An interesting thing that we see in the devil's temptation is that instead of waiting For the enemy to come to the Lord, the Lord Jesus was led of the Spirit to the wilderness, to the very place where the enemy was. In the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3, we see that the enemy came to attack Adam. But here in Luke 4, we see that Jesus went to the wilderness to attack the enemy. When he was led by the Spirit to the wilderness, he was full of God's, uh, he was full of God inwardly and outwardly. He was, you can say, ready and equipped to deal with the enemy of God. So what we see is that Jesus went into the wilderness as a warrior, and he went there with the highest standard of morality to defeat Satan. When the Lord Jesus went into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, he uh, was the highest kind of man. Not only was he a man created by God, he was also a man equipped with God. We see that he was not only equipped with God, but rather that he was a God man, the one in the, the one with the highest standard of morality. Also, it is important to note that in Matthew 6.13, the Lord Jesus taught the disciples to pray, do not bring us into trial. This verse shows that even though we have been regenerated, to some extent sanctified and transformed, We are not able to withstand the temptation of the evil one. Rather, what is needed from us is to pray, O Father, do not lead me into temptation. 
No matter how strong we may feel, we actually are weak and cannot stand Satan's temptation. The only one in this universe with the humanity that can withstand the temptation of God's enemy is the Lord Jesus as our man's Savior. So in Luke 4, verses 1 through 13, we see that the man's Savior was fully equipped and led by the Spirit to the wilderness where he faced the tempter and defeated him and his victory qualified him to carry out his God-given ministry. The second thing to see um, is in Luke 4, 18 uh, through 19 and verse 21. Here we see that the Lord Jesus began his ministry with the reading and proclamation of the acceptable ear of the Lord, which is, in the New Testament, the Jubilee of Grace. Luke 4, 18 through 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send away and release those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable ear of the Lord. After the Lord read from the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, it says that he then said to the people, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your ears. This is verse 21. Here we see that the Spirit of the Lord was upon the man's Savior because God had anointed him to bring good news to the poor. The good news that Jesus preached to the poor was to those who were poor in heavenly spiritual and divine things. So the Lord's first commission was the preaching of the gospel. To appreciate the significance of the acceptable year of the Lord, uh, there is the need to look back a bit into the history of the children of Israel when they entered the good land to possess it. After entering the good land, each Israelite family was allotted or given a portion of the good land. After the children of Israel uh, had received their portions of the land, some of them had become poor and sold their allotment and would lose their possession of the land. Others became so poor that they even sold themselves into slavery and would lose their freedom and become separated from their families. However, in the year of Jubilee, everyone who had sold his possession was returned to it without paying anything to redeem it. And everyone who had sold himself into slavery regained his freedom and returned to his family. So the spiritual significance of returning to one's possession, being freed and returning to one's family, signify that in the New Testament Jubilee, the believers have returned to God as their lost divine possession and have been released from all bondage of the world and sin and have returned to the church as their divine family. So when God created man, he intended to give himself in Christ to man as man's possession, man's inheritance. However, man became fallen and in the fall lost God as his possession and even sold himself into slavery under sin, Satan, and the world. But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God's New Testament salvation was accomplished by God's grace based upon Christ's redemption to bring fallen man back to God as his divine possession, releasing man from the slavery of being under sin, Satan, and the world, and restored man to his divine family, 
that is the household of God, which is the church, that he may enjoy fellowship in God's grace. So in Luke 4.19, we see that the man Savior was anointed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And this acceptable year is the New Testament age typified by the year of Jubilee the time when God would accept the returned captives of sin and when the oppressed under the bondage of sin would enjoy the release of God's salvation. In Luke 4, 31 through 44, we see the third matter, and that is the man's Savior carrying out his fourfold commission. Here in uh, verse 43, we see that the cry crowds tried to detain the Lord Jesus, but instead he said to them, I must bring good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this I was sent. As in verse 18, the Greek word translated bring good news is evangelizo. This word means to evangelize, that is to announce good news, to declare, bring glad tidings, to preach the gospel. So to bring good news of the kingdom of God is to preach the kingdom of God as the gospel, the good news. So in bringing the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God, it included a fourfold commission in order to carry out uh, this commission. Uh, these four things are teaching, casting out of demons, healing diseases, and preaching the good news of the kingdom of God. With regards to teaching, the Lord Jesus' teaching released the word of light to enlighten those in the darkness of death so that they might receive the light of life. With regards to casting out demons, in his ministry, the Lord Jesus cast out demons from possessed people so that they might be delivered from Satan's bondage out of Satan's authority of darkness into God's kingdom. So here we see that the man Savior has both authority and power to cast out demons for his ministry, he had divine authority not only to teach people, but also to cast out the demons. With regards to healing, in verses 38 and 39 and verse 40, we see that the Lord healed Simon's mother-in-law who had a high fever. And in verse 40, it says that all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them, brought them to him and laying his hands on each one of them, he healed them. Sickness, we may say, is an issue, or rather it is an issue of sin and is a sign of man's abnormal condition before God because of sin. So therefore, in his ministry, the Lord Jesus came to heal the sick, the condition of sick people, both physically and spiritually, in order to restore them to normal so that they might serve the Lord. The last thing is preaching. So in addition to teaching, casting out demons, and healing the sick. In verse 44, the Lord was also preaching in the synagogues of Judea. So here the Lord was preaching was to announce God's glad tidings to miserable people in bondage. His teaching enlightened, enlightened the ignorant ones in darkness with the divine light of the truth. So in Luke chapter 4, we see that our Lord Jesus was anointed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And this acceptable year is the New Testament age typified by the year of Jubilee. 
the time when God would accept the returned captives of sin and when the oppressed under the bondage of sin would enjoy the release of God's salvation. Praise the Lord for Luke chapter 4, a wonderful chapter. May we thoroughly enjoy reading this chapter again and again and be enlightened by these three matters in this chapter.